Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Trust Me Around by Robert Kersey. This is going to be the last pre-season preview. 2023-2024 season preview before the season starts tomorrow. And we're covering the last division in the league, which is the Southwest Division. Featuring the Memphis Grizzlies, New Orleans Pelicans, Houston Rockets, San Antonio Spurs, and Dallas Mavericks. Memphis Grizzlies. One of the biggest questions I have for them is, are they going to forget, not forget, but are they going to miss Dylan Brooks? Dylan Brooks was that guy that would get into altercations and just rile up the team. Yes, a lot of his antics were unnecessary, but a lot of his antics are needed because if he wasn't like that, he would not be in the league. He's not a great shooter. Isn't really that great of a defender. But his energy and his attitude and his demeanor really pushed that team forward and made them seem better than what they really were. Um, Now, since they did not bring Dylan Brooks back, they did not replenish that position of small forward. They did not go out and find another small forward because if we're being honest, yes, Dylan Brooks saw this stuff. I've been calling him a fraud. Uh, for the longest time, go back to anything I've ever talked about with Dylan Brooks. I felt the same way about him since he's entered the league. But he is still 6'7", he's still at least 215, so that's still a big body out there. Their potential lineup when Jaw gets back after those first 25 games. It's Jaw, Desmond Bang, Marcus Smart. That is a small backcourt. And honestly, I think teams are about to bully Desmond Bain. He is not a defender. He is a great shooter. Not the best shooter, but he is a great shooter. A decent, he's, he's like a two-level scorer getting to the rim and a three-pointer. He doesn't really have the mid-range like I think he should. Um, but teams will attack them and they need production from that small forward position. That's why this is probably the third episode in a row where I'm going and saying they need to get OG and Anobi. But we'll talk about that later. How will they do the first 25 games of the season? Now, it is very well documented that the Memphis Grizzlies have been able to deal with Jaw not being a starter, whether it's the suspensions from earlier, uh, well, from later last year, or just from him being injured. They have won about 66% of their games uh, when Jaw is not in the starting lineup, which, me personally, uh, stuff like that, you know, stats and numbers like that make it to a point to where you can't really put Jaw in the MVP conversation when your team is still winning uh, more than 50% of their games without you in the starting lineup. How valuable are you? 
yes, he takes them to the next level. But how valuable are you? Most valuable player. Take Steve Nash off those Suns teams. Those teams are trash. Take Jaw off those off the Memphis Grizzly teams and they still win 43 games. Yes, they 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 might not make the playoffs, but they still win 43 games. Those Suns teams take Steve Nash off of them, they're probably winning 15 to 25. Okay. Um <sighs> the worst. The worst defensive player of all time, Jaron Jackson Jr. He must average I'm sorry, but he has to get like 25 a game through the first 25 games. He has to look like a a a, a all-star bona fide also not a fringe also because that's really what he is there there can be a time in jaron jackson's career where he rattles off four straight all-stars and then misses three in a row and then gets two more and then misses one and then gets three like stuff like that he he's that type of player inconsistent but he needs that i'm sorry but he has to pick up the scoring has to become a three level scorer has to figure out his shot he looks like a left-hander shooting right-handed i'm sorry and then also this news just broke out yesterday. Stephen Adams will miss the, the entire season. And I believe it's a, it's a it's a knee injury. Half the reason why the the Memphis Grizzlies didn't do well in the playoffs is because there wasn't a, a a big enough, strong enough body to contain Anthony Davis. Yes, Stephen Adams cannot guard Anthony Davis, but would have done a better job than Santi Aldama, right? X factors for that team, Desmond Bain. Can he get to a all-star caliber player? I don't think so. I think the role that he is in will be forever his role. I think just it's you're asking a out of nowhere guard to become an all-star level player in a conference where all of most of the guards in that conference are set in stone when it comes to all-stars and all NBA and stuff like that. So you're asking him to take a step that is kind of out of his range, but we'll 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 just have to see. Trades to look at. I thought they should have traded Brandon Clark last year. Uh, Zaire Williams hasn't really done anything since his rookie year um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they throw him in the trade and go get OG and Anobi Dallas needs to go get him Sacramento needs to go get him Memphis really needs him because they all the other teams are named have a somewhat of a face at the small four position rather if it's good or bad right rather if it's good or bad they still have a face Memphis doesn't have a starting caliber small forward. And the small forward position in the league is still a dangerous one. You still have Braun, you still have Tatum. You still have all of these Brandon Ingram. You still have all of these small forward wing players that are dominant. That are the leading scorer on their team. That are the end-all be-all when we're talking about being able to play um, high minutes and be productive. 
And if you want the same results and the same productivity as some of those teams that have those small forwards, you have to go get a small forward. OG Ananobi will be, I, I guarantee you, first, first month and a half of the year, OG's name will be up in so many trade talks. Just watch. New Orleans Pelicans. Point guard play. Honestly, CJ McCollum is not a point guard. Don't understand why he's listed at a point guard. He's only a point guard because they already have a shooting guard. They already have a small four. Already have a power four. Already have a already have a center. Um so they're kind of doing what the Suns are doing is which is just abandoning the whole pure point guard thing and just putting someone that can handle the ball at point guard and it's very obvious that CJ is not a point guard never thought he was always thought he was a shooting guard and that's just that so we'll just have to see how that goes Uh, Zion looks healthy does he look in shape no Zion will never be in shape Zion's playing ability requires him to have weight on him if you take the weight off of him then you take away everything from his game and Zion isn't skilled enough to me to be the one Zion just isn't skilled enough to me to be the one to where you can just lose 15, 20, 30, 35 pounds and still be dominant. Herb Jones. Um, everyone already knows Herb Jones is a great defender. Um, it's it's very well documented that he gives a lot of players uh, issues. I would expect Herb's name to be in all defensive conversations. There should be no reason why he's not taking the next step forward on his offensive game. He has the mechanics to shoot well. It just requires if he gets enough shots to be able to do so. Is Dyson Daniels uh, ready? A lot of y'all don't even know who that is. 6'6", maybe 200 pounds, Australian. Uh, Can play really one through three. Handle the ball. Great defender. Efficient score, underrated passer, uh, underrated defender. Uh, I, I I think it's his turn necessarily. Yes, it's only his second year, but I think he look to me he looks right. He looks a little more poised than a lot of the second year players. So I would say let's let's look into let's look into trying getting him more minutes and more um, on ball action. X factors for this team: Jonas Valanciunas. Excellent big. One of the few back-to-the-basket low-post bigs that we have left in this league. Purely off low post. Yes, he still has the shot over the head fling. But we just have to wait to see if that will actually be something that they... I don't I don't really see a scenario where they trade him. Just because he's such a rare... He's a scoring big that is... M- what the fourth option on this team that can get you 
17 and 11 with four assists. Valanchunas can do that for you. Trades to look at Larry Nance just because he's not really doing nothing with the Pelicans. And this one was interesting to me. Gordon Hayward. I still believe in Gordon Hayward. I think if you get Gordon Hayward on the right team, the right coach and right staff, I think it will all work out for them. Uh, He can still produce. Gordon is still at least 13 a game, and 13 a game in the NBA is still incredible. Uh, The... I don't know how they would make that deal work, but I think they can they can make a deal for someone like Gordon Hayward or uh, Memphis could make a deal for Gordon Hayward, something like that. I think wherever Gordon, Gordon Hayward's name will be in the mix, uh, especially if Charlotte is tanking and they are just playing their young stars, especially if they get te- rid of Terry Rozier first, then Gordon Hayward will be soon after him as well. Houston Rockets. Oh, I am so excited for this Houston Rockets team this year. I like the makeup. I like the build of young mixed mixing in with uh, it's the youth mixing in with the experience. Fred Van Vliet already has a ring. Dylan Brooks has experience in the league, regardless of how I feel about him. Still has experience in the league. They picked up Jeff Green. They got Reggie Bullock. They have the youth of, of Amin Thompson, Jabari Smith, uh, Afrin Shangun. Uh, but whose team is it? Now, if we're looking at players that can take over this team or where their type of game is built for taking over a team or having the team be his, I would say it's Jabari Smith. Um... Ever since, I don't know, but it's just me. But ever since I heard that his cousin was Kwame Brown, I always looked at that as kind of weird or just kind of like, all right, keep a lookout for him just in case he's a bust because, you know, his family member, Kwame Brown, you never know. But I still like Jabari Smith. I'm not giving up on him at all. Not even a little bit. Is this a playoff team? Yes. Ime Adoko will get this team into the playoffs. They will host a playoff series. I don't think. I I wouldn't say host because host means that you're a top four seed. I think they'll be like five through nine. This is a scenario where they are scratching to make the playoffs and through the play in, which would be a great step forward. And then there's also a, a scenario where they are the fourth seed in the West, and that's also a great scenario. I can I can see all of that. I can see either one of those happening for them. Um, is Shangun uh, the most improved favorite this year so far? He's grown from six nine to six eleven. Um, I think he has all the tools of being that hub. That JJ Reddick always talks about being able to initiate the offense, bring the ball up the court, grab the rebound and go, dribble handoffs, you know, DHOs, stuff like that, right? I think Shangun takes that next step. I don't know if he's an all-star this year, but I think there is an all-star with his name on it in the near future. I I can honestly say what year is it? 2020 
is going to the 2023-2024 season, I would say by like 2026-2027, he's an all-star. I would say. And honestly, I can honestly say that by 2029, they have at least two all-stars on their team. X-Factors, Jabari Smith Jr. must take that next step for the team to flourish. And Cam Whitmore. Ooh. Ooh. That is my favorite rookie. That boy is old. Ooh. Ooh. And he, he just seems like the right fit for Houston. He seems like the type of rookie that Eme wants. He just looks like the right fit. I think he'll flourish under Eme as well. I think he'll get a lot of votes for uh, Rookie of the Year this year. I think he will, as as long as the minutes line up for him. Um, I think he will get a lot of recognition for All-NBA First Team All-Rookie. And I think he's a shoo-in for All-Rookie Second Team. Um, I made this list weeks 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 before Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, allegedly beat up his girl and I wrote on here tr- for trades got to strike gold with KPJ trade and the trade they made was For Victor Oladipo, another seasoned vet to teach their young guys what to do. I, I don't know if they struck gold, but I would say this is silver. Silver is still valuable. Yes, silver isn't gold, but it's still valuable. I think I think Victor Oladipo is going to be fine. I think all the... They, I honestly think the Houston Rockets have the best mix of young talent to 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 the uh, to, to to young talent to veteran talent. San Antonio Spurs, Wimby, 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 Wimby. This man is crazy. I've seen a couple preseason games. He can really do whatever he wants. I, I can see a scenario where um, Wimby is leading the league and block three-point shots, um, getting what he wants. I can see a 40-point game first month in his career. I can also see where the league really turns it up on him and makes it and tries to like bully him in a sense. But I think the Spurs have that under wraps. Um I'm going to keep a very close eye on him. I made a hot take that Wimby would make an all-defensive first team within his first four years in the NBA. And Wimby also has a shot to be the first rookie to be named an all-star since Blake Griffin. Absolutely has the shot to do that. I, I don't see a scenario where he... He can't make the All-Star game this year. Best, just surely off the fact that it's really like a popularity uh, contest. And he's one of the most popular players in the league already. 
And he also has the skill set to do that, to back that up with the numbers. Uh, Devin Vassell, uh, I had to, once he got that extension, it was like a four or five year extension or whatever it was for like 186 mil, whatever it was. Uh, I had to really just look at his game and he is polished. He, he's been in that, that, you know, that quote unquote San Antonio chamber working on his game. And I think, I think he is actually really good. I don't know what the next step for him is, but I think he'll be good. X factor on that entire team. You can go Trey Jones, Tyus Jones, little brother who the Spurs are just making, you know, another Spurs point guard. But I would say Devontae Graham. Um, He's a very polished scorer. I don't really see a scenario on why he isn't playing minutes this year. But I think he has a chance to uh, get onto a new team just like trades I would make for Doug McDermott where it is getting him on a championship level team um, and letting his ability show because Doug is a uh, NBA vet who I would say can still contribute to a championship level team just depends on where you put him. The last team we'll be talking about today is the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I don't, I don't see it. Everybody's putting Dallas in the top seeds to make the playoffs. And do y'all really think that Luca can do that? Like, this team is built worse than when they made it to the Western Conference Finals, and that team wasn't all that great. It had a lot of great role players, a lot of guys that understood their role. I think in 10 to 15 years or maybe even 30 years, we'll be talking about that team. as like, wow, that was a great role play. That was a great role team, like role player team with that star of Luka. Um, to me, this team is nothing. Uh, outside of Kyrie and Luka, who is there? An older Tim Hardaway, who I still have love for. Who else? They they probably had a F offseason to me. Uh, people are putting them in the top six, top five, top four seeds. I honestly do not see it. I think they are a 13th seed. Um, the only way to me, I would say that they can really flourish if if they lead the league in fast break points and points in transition and pace and stuff like that. You know, all the fast stats, right? Because if they get in a half court with anybody, it is five sets of eyes on Luka and no one else. They'll guard Kyrie up. They'll build a wall on Kyrie. They'll build a wall on Luka. And they'll ask Josh Green to defeat them. They'll ask Grant Williams to hit six threes. They'll ask Tim Hardaway Jr. to average 30 against them. Like, this team is nothing. 
Honestly, this team is nothing. Uh, I honestly think this is the true test. If there's ever been a test, this is a true test to see if Luka makes his teammates better. If there is ever a test to see it, this is the year. Um, Honestly... This is the year. If people think that Luca can, I don't, I don't know if Luca makes his teammates better or if he just puts them in good position. Uh, there's a big difference between the two. Uh, but if Luca can get this team to a top five seed or even honestly even just make the playoffs, I will be shocked. I have this team being a 13 seed. I I have Utah being a better team than them. I have Minnesota being a better team than them, even though I do not believe in Carl Anthony Towns. I just, uh, no, I believe in Carl Anthony Towns. I don't believe in Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert together. Um, yeah, this team is trash to me. I don't get it. They had the worst offseason out of everyone. Detroit had a better offseason. New Orleans had a better offseason. I don't even I can even tell you what New Orleans did. They had a better offseason. Honestly. X Factors. Jaden Hardy. Let him loose. See what he does. He might be the Cam Thomas of the West. Let him loose. Um, trades. Tim Hardaway. Get him up out of there. But you got to get more pieces for him. And he's not a guy in the league that requires, if you trade for it, trade him, he gets two players back. But in some way, shape, or form, oh my gosh. You got to get Jeremy Grant to Dallas. That's a perfect fit. Um, I can see a scenario in which the Mavericks start the year off like 5 and 12 9 and 17 something like that right um I don't really see a scenario in which the Dallas Mavericks do anything this year I do still think that they probably have the most skilled backcourt in the league. But, I mean, I don't get it. I really don't see it. I really don't. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Trust Me Around by Robert Kersey. After this episode, I will be dropping the prediction episode tomorrow. And we're just gearing up for the season. I can't wait for that. Thank you for all the love and support. And we are out. That's a wrap.